This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and Happy New Year, or should I say, Happy New Queer, because welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is the first episode of a new decade, the first episode of 2020, and it is episode 284, and tonight, you are getting a peek behind the Patreon curtain, you are getting a full episode of Damn You, Uncle Lewis, which is our exclusive Friday the 13th, the series retrospective featuring me, my Murphy, and Trey Dean. In this episode, we're talking about episode four of that show, which is A Cup of Time, which is where a rock star uses a teacup to murder homeless people, which is why we didn't cover this one in December, right? Because it would have been weird doing that through the potathon. Anyway, I'm ahead of myself. I'm ahead of myself. So I'm just going to take a moment to breathe. <sighs> I'm so excited to be talking to you. And also a little bit anxious, but we're going to get into that as well. Because, first of all, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and every month, twice a month, I am your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But there's a caveat. You're going to have to see them through my very, very gay little eyes. Oh, shut up. You're going to love it. And if you don't, get the fuck out. No, just kidding. Just sit down. Just sit down. Everything's cool. Um... Something else I haven't done in a while is a smoochy-wadgy-a-da-da-da-da. What's going on with that cat? Now, the reason that I am anxious to be sitting down to record this is because Miss Smoochy has decided that every time I sit down at my PC to do anything, she loses her goddamn mind. You know, she's got that issue, you know, that issue, the uh, feline hyperesthesia that makes her self-harm. Yeah, well, she decides that this is the time she's going to do it. Like, she just starts yelling and screaming every time I sit down. To work. She just hates when I sit down at the computer, and there's only so much work I can do on my phone. Like, I can do lots of things for the podcast on my phone, but not actually record. Or do any of the podcasty stuff that needs to be done. So, I have sat down several times to record stuff. I've sat down several times to write down the show notes. And every time, this thing has turned into a screaming, yowling mess. And there's blood everywhere, and it's bad, and so I stop. And, you know, I just have found a window now. I gave her her meds, so she's now sleeping in the other room. But still, I am anxiously peeking my head towards the door every 30 seconds to make sure she's not going to come in and start massacring herself. But that's how it is with Smoochie the cat right now. She doesn't want me to talk to you anymore. She wants me to pay all the attention to her. But no, 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 no. That's not the way things roll around here, Miss Thing. You have to share my attention, okay? Don't tell her I said that, all right? All right. Okay. What has been going on since we last talked? To be honest, not a whole hell of a lot. You know how in previous years of the Potathon, like when it ended on Halloween, that for all of November I was exhausted and couldn't do anything? I've been there. I've been there. I'm exhausted. I'm depressed. I just don't want to do anything. But I do have to say thank you again to everybody who donated because we have now raised 
$5,250 for new alternatives who in turn are using that to assist LGBT homeless teenagers in the New York City area. And I cannot thank all of you enough for that. Yay, bravo, bravo. Technically, the donation lines are still open. There's a few corporate people that I'm going after that I still want to do, but I'm not doing things. to. I just can't do it. It was just six months of that was enough. I can't focus on any of that anymore. I have to let it go. Let it go. We did our good. Let it go, Patrick. $5,250. That's an immense amount of money. That's more than we've ever raised before in the least amount of episodes. And so I am rethinking how we're going to be doing the Potathon next year. But again, that is for another time. And another place, Patrick. Let it go, let it go. Stop singing Disney or you're gonna get sued. Since this episode is focusing on a perk that you get when you join Patreon, when you become a patron and support the show in that way, I wanted to say thank you. So because of the generous people who have joined Patreon, I have been able to finance this entirely new sound system, brand new microphone, brand new um, cloud lifter, the new addition, soundproofing for my recording area. Yeah, I'm this f- funky new screen that I that's portable. I can take it wherever I need, and I think it's really cool, and I do think it affects the sound. It sounds cool. Also, my subscriptions to Squadcast and Captivate FM, my new podcast host. I would not be able to afford anything like this without the folks at Patreon. So thank you guys and gals very much. I cannot thank you enough. And like I said, this episode that you're going to get right now is a perk that normally you would get through Patreon. You're getting the whole episode this time. And if you're interested in joining, you head over to www.patreon.com slash screamqueens. All the information is over there and all the different tiers you can join. There's all different levels. You know, you pay what you want and just get the perks that you need and help out the show in that kind of a way. Now, the other thing that I've been doing during this downtime is tackling some of the software that has been the bane of my existence. You know, I've had to learn all this new software to, to get the show up to date, you know, to make it current, to make, make, make it technically viable against other podcasts who are now exceeding me because I can't do certain things. Like, first of all, hey, remember all the problems that I've had with the newsletter? Those of you who signed up for the newsletter and haven't been getting any because I haven't been able to find a program that I like, that I understand? Well, I think I've got one. I think I've got one. So if you've signed up for the newsletter, keep an eye out for that in the next day or two because there'll be one advertising this show, of course, but... In the newsletter, there's going to be some polls because coming up, we've got a few exciting months. We've got things like Women in Horror Month, and we've got, and March is going to be uh, Irish Horror Month, and July, uh, July, July, April rather, is going to be Religious Horror Month. And one of those films, you know, there's two films a month, of course, as we always do. One of those films I've already picked, and the other one I'm leaving up to you. So if you sign up for the newsletter or for Patreon, you're going to be getting polled. What movie do you want me to pick for each of those months? Yeah, you're going to affect the outcome of the show, but you're only going to be able to do that through the newsletter or through Patreon. And that's exciting for me, so keep an eye out for that. I think the new newsletter looks great. I'm very happy with it, and I'm very excited. Some other stuff I've been learning is redoing the website. Yeah, so if you go over to the website, you'll see that it's kind of like half done. That's because I'm learning how to redo it. It's taking a long time, but I'm doing it. And so check that out. It's you know just just patient. It, it's a long process because I'm dumb. I, everything takes ten times longer because I don't know technology stuff well at all. But you know it's happening. It's happening slow and it's happening sure. And I needed this downtime to get ahead of it. And I'm at a place where I'm at least comfortable to get the show out to you again. Uh, yes, the website looks funky, but it's still functional and everything's there and everything's cool and I'm happy. I'm happy. Can't you see how happy I am. The other thing is that, 
you know, aside from being a podcaster, I'm also an actor, and I've let that go for a really long time. And when that happens, I start to feel lopsided. So I've started auditioning for stuff again. I'm taking a couple of classes. I'm taking an ongoing acting class, like a jungle gym kind of thing, where you just go in and work your instrument for a bit. Stop it. Stop it. That's not a dirty thing. It's just a thing. It's a thing. You got to work the tools or they get rusty. And I'm also taking a directing class. So I'm keeping busy, and that's all well and exciting, and none of you really care. You're just like, get to the show. All right. You know what? Why don't we do that then? So everybody, sit back, relax, and enjoy this peep beyond the Patreon paywall as I bring you the newly retitled Damn You, Uncle Lewis, the Friday the 13th retrospective featuring Maya Murphy, Trey Dean, and myself as we talk about episode four of that series, A Cup of Time. Oh, hello. Come in. Come in. Come in. Do come in out of the terrible weather. Oh, welcome. Welcome to my very curious curio shop. Although I hate to inform you, the shop is closed for tonight because there's a, well, it's a rather special evening. It's our monthly meeting of sorts. So unless you're here for the meeting, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. The nature of the meeting, you ask? Well, let me put it to you this way. Sometimes Uncle Lewis does dreadful things. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to my very curious curio shop. I am Patrick Walsh, and I'll be your host today for another episode of Sometimes Uncle Lewis Does Dreadful Things, a Friday the 13th, the series retrospective exclusively prefer Patreon, although we're going public this week because we're feeling crazy here. Yes! So joining me, as always, are my two favorite shopkeepers, Maya Murphy and Trey Dean! Hey! Happy New Year, you guys! Happy New Year! Happy New yep. Year! What a better way to kick it off than with some cursed crap. Yay, cursed <laughs> exactly. crap! It's my favorite! Nice cup of tea! You know what? If this is was it a, a really nice cup show, of tea, or is it like an aggressive strangling cup of tea? Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think it's like <laughs> whatever it is, you know, she's not getting anything good. No, no, no. no. That's like she's not even getting Tetley or Net, uh, Lipton or nothing. It's some <laughs> <laughs> stuff she stole from a Chinese restaurant or something. Awful. Just, just... Anyway, what are we talking about? Okay, so the episode four of Friday the Thirteenth, the series, is called A Cup of Time. And if you're going to spill the tea, this would be the time to do it. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. And I, try, I tried to make it relevant and I just failed. Okay. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's hard. None of us have gossip. So spill the tea is hard to work in there. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't have gossip. Me neither. Liar, Trey. Oh. <laughs> no gossip no, appropriate for the pod, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> mm. I have hours and hours of unused audio footage where you going off on somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty Just much saving it. that for a rainy day. You know. <laughs> no, no. That, none of that will ever see the light of day. Not even for Patreon. <laughs> you got to pay more for that stuff. Okay, so before we go any further, why don't we just uh, tell me what is going on? What, what's, the, what's the curse? What's going on? What's, what is the evil du jour? So there is a cursed teacup and it has these little vines with leaves on them. And when you pour a liquid into the teacup and then feed it to someone, it takes their living essence like the dark crystal. And then it transfers them to the person who poured the liquid in the cup. The rules are a little fuzzy there. 
And it strangles them in about five, no, oh, yeah. two seconds. The Ugh. the vines come off the teacup and they strangle the person. In stop to get motion. the living essence after they drink the liquid. Well, mess. Watching these strangling scenes is so tragic. I mean, I know it's the eighties and I know stop motion effects. Okay, are there was some stop motion and the stop motion wasn't awful. Like it it looked okay versus Still, some of the other episodes we've had. Yeah. But you had to have these actors trying to fight off totally stationary objects. <laughs> <laughs> it did add to the charm of the episode. It took me back to, if you've ever seen that footage from Bela Lugosi in his later days when he was working on whatever Ed Wood movie is where they forgot to steal the... Plan 9 from outer space. Oh, the octopus. No, no, the one where they, they forgot to steal the motor for the octopus that was supposed to be killing him. So he's actually like having to wrap the tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> Poor man is at death's door, is high on heroin, and has to do this shit. It's, 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 oh, God, you poor people. Oh, God. No, it, it looked like me getting stuck in the flower section at Michael's. Like, the vine is stuck. Yeah, this is this 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 episode was just chock full of bullshit. I'm like, Swapper's Ivy. Yeah, I'm, that's a thing. It's totally a thing. It's in a book. I Googled, See? just in case, I Googled. And, and when they say Swapper's well, Jack recognizes <clears> the... um. Actually, no, it said in the, the um, what do they call it? The book? The, Not the, red the, the book. I don't remember what the book is called, but there's the like pen and ink yeah. drawing of the, oh, of the course it's the this thing. We don't have the list of who sold it, to, who bought what. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was uh, in, 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 embossed with Swapper's Ivy. And he's like, oh, Swapper's Ivy. I thought that was all, whatever. I haven't heard of that in years. And they say, what's yeah. that? And he's like, it's an evil plant. Let me see. It was indigenous to Ireland, 13th, 14th century. It was an evil plant, or at least they thought it was. They thought they'd burned it all. Why do they call it Swapper's Ivy? Well, if you had it, you could use it to trade for whatever you wanted. Well, I don't see what Swapper's Ivy could possibly have to do with Uncle Lewis's antiques. Thank you. <laughs> well, and I like how they, they find an ivy leaf. He looks at the book, a book with maybe 700 pages in it, and within three seconds, boom. Oh, there it is. Swapper's Ivy. I mean, but what else does he do but look through this book? Like he doesn't uh, have a well, life. Well, well, he's developing a protein shake <laughs> for when bodybuilding takes off in the gay community. <laughs> well, why do this experience with something that we already have? I don't know. And normally he's dealing with witchcrafty stuff or we're dealing with spells or dealing with magic. What are you doing? <laughs> I couldn't tell what he thought he was doing in earnest and how much he was lying to Birdie. Oh, you're, doing, yeah. you're doing it in your business. And sir, I'm breaking every health code violation. Does he live there on site? Yeah, they live there on site. But okay. maybe I, I think. He oh does. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. he just wants to. Watch I'm pretty sure he fuck. just moved himself in when he when he named the store. <laughs> yeah, right. But he just wanted to watch the mice fuck. That's all it was. I'm gonna live with you guys forever. That's your curse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, want to hear my accents? <laughs> oh no, the accents this episode. Thumbs down from Maya. No, no accents. He didn't have an accent. because he had a weird wig. Voice when, when we did the, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. When we get to his wig, he he talked. Oh yeah. Well, it was not so much an accent and affectation, I suppose. But whatever, we're nitpicking. We're nitpicking. But that's what we do here. I, that's yep. what I do. Why? Because we can. Because because it's fun. Because we love the show. Do we? Because I'm really That's kind of fun. <laughs> My beautiful, beautiful Super Screamers, I just want to let you know, because I never actually got the message out, that no, you didn't get an episode of Uncle Lewis Sometimes Does Dreadful Things last month. Because, two reasons. 
One, because there was an actual Friday the 13th in December. So you got on the regular show a Friday the 13th spectacular. And I'm doing a fucking polygon. How much more do you offer me? And second, this particular episode didn't really go with the theme of the fundraiser. A little <laughs> insensitive, perhaps. Yeah. No, and it didn't even make it like a very special episode. Like they say, it, it, Give you something like, you know, if you want to find out more about how you can help the homeless. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they're just here to die. Well, and, they're uh, not people, up, you know. They chose and to hook up with like Birdie that. And I'm sorry. She totally did that homeless guy. But we're ahead of ourselves. <laughs> she did. She <laughs> did. 100% she did. But we're going we're gonna to circle back around to that. So the, the uh, guest star of this episode, or our villain du jour, is a rock singer named Lady Die. And that's Die with an E. Not like Lady Diana. Lady Die. Little on the nose, perhaps. Oh, this whole episode is totally on the nose. Totally on the nose. Everything that happens. But um, uh, I can't think of her. I don't. I have her name written down somewhere. Hillary. Hillary. Hillary Swank. No, it's not Hillary Swank. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but actually, she went on to have a career. Good for her. I saw her in a different movie. I recognized yeah, she her. Was on, um, uh, she did like uh, the Canadian version of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but then she wound up on Deep Space Nine. Hmm. She's okay. on Deep I'm watching Deep Space Nine right now. I'll have to find her. Damn. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently she was a regular or at least featured or something. She I was in a movie. I have to look up her name. This is hard. Hillary, Hillary. She, oh, I, uh, well, I remember her because she was in a movie with Johnny Depp that was like a sex comedy. And she had to show her tits. And they were nice. To Johnny Depp? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, but like if that it was in the 80s, then it's when yeah. Johnny Depp was interesting. Well, actually, no, it was to the guy from Northern Exposure. Oh, Johnny Depp was the best friend, and she was like some sort of new age guru who had like this robe and get with power. I was gonna my breast to Johnny Depp. Who is this? (laughs) (laughs) Who is this? (laughs) This guy. He was cute. (laughs) But yes, so Lady Di actually is not the youthful rock singer that she appears to be. She is actually a seventy-year-old woman named Sarah, possibly Fat Sarah. (laughs) But a seven. But a 70-year-old who, according to the picture they had, had very dark hair. Because when they showed a picture of Sarah, she did not look 70. Okay. One, it's probably an older picture. Uh-huh. And two, some older people keep their hair color. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or we're just not inconsistent. Because apparently, the, the record cover that they show of Lady Di caused a big uproar at the time. because it was, And they got sued because it was clearly the Swing Out Sister album. <laughs> oh, was it that much? They kind of just like <laughs> it's doodle in it. Oh well, ours is eyeliner like this. Ugh. We'll just we'll just put some uh put some red in her hair, and there she goes. She's Lady yeah, Di now. That's fine. Lady She's totally different. Totally different. Completely different. I, okay, listen. I know I'm only a one hit wonder, but come on now. <laughs> I would never sing a punk version of I'm a little teapot. Oh my <laughs> God. I was screaming. So I that feel like so they, they had enough money to have one song written for the episode. And then it was like, fuck, we have to come up with another song without royalties. They had two. They had two. They had two. There were two, two songs. Okay. Actually, I thought I it was just when a... they started. Cause it was clear that she was actually singing. Like, yes. She, she was actually was, singing. It was the same person. I was impressed yeah. also. And did you see the video that I sent you? Yes. I watched some of it and she's not even the star of the video. She's the drummer of the band. Yeah, she did. Uh, well, apparently that band was put together for a movie that never happened. So it's okay. like Josie and the Pussycats, but would the- never happen. <laughs> if that had never happened, the American Girls. <laughs> All right, shot in Canada. I was going to say she's. There, this is a Canadian show, so 
She's in a band called American Girls. Okay, okay. Canada is America, oh, though. <laughs> but you know that? Don't you know every Canadian movie, especially in the 80s, they wanted to make sure that you thought it was yeah. happening in America. Like, there's always yeah. American flags <laughs> every single one. That's so strange. And this music video has, like, airplanes and flags and stuff. Like, that's so odd. I, but aside from being the most 80s thing that ever happened in the 80s. So like, 80s, like the leg warmers threw up on it. Yeah. And the special effects. Yeah, I, was, I think I just special. got lazy. <laughs> Watching this is the only 80s disease I can think of besides AIDS, and that's not funny. <laughs> oh. And too topical. Uh, yeah, so Lady Di has gotten herself young, but it's of course, since it's a curse, it's only temporary. So she has to keep topping off. And she's chosen... The homeless is easy targets because, let's face it, they are. Yeah. Which is another reason I'm glad I didn't cover this in December because of what happened at Christmas. My, if you don't know, one of the new alternatives clients was murdered right up the block. Oh, my God. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, on Christmas Day. God, that's brutal. Why? After I didn't get donations for, like, 10 days. I was like, fuck all you people. <laughs> she got killed. Uh, there's a, she got killed in the – there's a hotel up here, like a La Quinta. Sure. That's not really a little canta. Yeah. It's a shelter that you have to pay to get into. And I'm like, it's 15 bucks for a night there. 15 bucks. Why don't you give her 15 bucks? She would have been, but you never know. I bet my better. Absolutely. But yeah, you have every um, reason to be. Yeah. Uh, and that's also a clue of who my guest star for this episode is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, listeners, I'm all over the place today because I saw a the first half of this very long play on Broadway and it just tore me apart. And I've been, it took me all back to the 80s, back to the AIDS crisis, and it's just not cool. And this is a big gear shift change, but that's uh, how we roll. We got a show to do. But anyway. Can we talk about Lady Di's evening routine? She goes out to poison these homeless people <laughs> in a giant cape to hide her giant 80s hair <laughs> to force them tea out of a martini shaker. <laughs> there was, again, again, these, they, like the, 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 Things that you have to do to get the curse to work. I'm like, this is really a big pain in the ass. You got here carrying on a thermos. <laughs> Does it have to be hot tea? When she waits till night, she like like gently wakes them up, like, hello. Well, and she says it's hot when she offers it to them, but like, okay, I don't know. Okay. Remember in the first episode when Jack said, There's an old witch's saying. If it looks like a bat and it flaps like a bat, it's a bat. Like, nobody says that. Yeah, this well, one opens that, but you know what they say. Nothing like a hot drink to cool you off. <laughs> I know she said that. I'm like, what was nobody that? Says no, that, no, that is true. Saying? That is actually biologically true, but nobody actually says that. <laughs> well, it's just a simple principle of hydration, you see. Mm. Well, then again, they, 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 they were inconsistent with the weather. The first killer, the first kill, she goes, oh, would you like a hot cup of tea? and Take the edge off this sticky, hot, sticky night. The next kill, she's like, so chilly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather? Maybe you're just like a little humid in your giant cave I don't know. There. The next thing, like Mickey shows up in this like floor length sweater. I'm like, I don't know. What's, what's the season? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> don't know what's happening. Hey, costume note right now. Since you weren't here last time, Maya, and I, I doubt you listened, I was. I went off on the co- costumes last Oh, episode. no. They were terrible. Oh, they're bad. They're much better. I didn't have any complaints this time for the most part. But just except for the fact that there are an awful lot of them. Like well, I, would, I wanted to see more of uh, Mickey in her chauffeur's outfit with yep. the big hair, the little bitty and hat the, on like, top the of it. Crop jacket. Like, that's what yeah. I wanted to say. 
That's what I want to say. That uh, the reason that she had a, Lady Di had to wear that big hood when she was off killing people. That you know, Roby was like, "Listen, I'm the redhead of this show. I'm the big <laughs> redhead." With when hair like fire. Witnessed killing, that witnessed the killing. She's like, "It was a lady who had hair like fire." And Mickey was like, "I'm fucking killing myself. <laughs> Where yeah, shit? Fucking kill that bitch. Put a red streak in your hair. Mm, not um, I've got the biggest hair in this town." <laughs> if she would have said it all her pronunciation is all over the place in this episode where the fuck is Roby from <laughs> Who so I just shrugged at the story? microphone I don't know why I did that I'm gonna shrug so hard you can hear me I but I saw it it was fabulous <laughs> it was a great comedy shrug <laughs> <laughs> she's a woman of I history and what's happened to her fiance have we just forgotten about Mickey's fiance at this point I mean, he was a douchebag, but yes, yes, we have forgotten about him. Okay, uh, and at least there was no incest this episode. This up, ep- then he, the way he talked about her in the okay uh, in the right. chauffeur outfit was a little nee, nee. Well, I was also thinking, well, would that mean you were going to be wearing that short skirt, Ryan? Exactly. <laughs> well, the whole little bit was, I want to drive, I want to drive, I want to drive, I want to drive. I'm like, where's this going? Why are we doing this? They're wrestling for top. <laughs> yes, I don't think Ryan can ever win that. Lady guy who's about to kill someone, they're going to re- they're going to argue about this, and they actually go home and have a costume change. <laughs> what they go looking for? Because when they show up in the park, she's not wearing that outfit, and he's not wearing that the suit that he wore. They're, they don't even know what we're talking about. We are all over the place. Okay, the first kill that teenage girl. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. Well, when I went to the IMDb and looked at everybody, everybody in this episode, like it seems to be in everybody in every episode, the whole cast is just got credits. Yeah. Credits, credits, credits. I was really very accomplished. That's the girl from Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So I was shocked when I saw that this was the, this girl's only credit because she looks like about 10 other actresses. I'm like, that's gotta be somebody. I thought the pretty blonde girl at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a show on now called good girls. She looks just like the girl in good girls. I thought it was her. her. Huh? I, I got a scoop. No, Mm-mm. no scoop. Nope. She's nobody. All right. So there's the first kill. And then we go to the recording studio. We see Lady Die actually singing. And I'm like, recording studios, Roby going to sing? No, of course not. Because no, we can't have the nice recording thing. studio with a dressing room. Yeah. Yeah. With a dressing room with a pinball machine in it, which I'm sure is really good next to all those microphones. The sound system. Yeah. Because they that was not an insulated <laughs> studio at all. No, it was not. No, it was I not. I did enjoy the fact that sh- the song actually wasn't bad. No, it was it was fu- it, like it was super 80s, 80s. but it was it was, oh. you know, she's belting for her life. It's great. Yeah. She I also love that a 70 year old woman somehow learned how to sing. You know, yeah, man, flexible, flexible, I guess. Okay, so so I've got well, so, so Sarah's been doing this for about a year now, so she's built up the Lady Die persona, so she's obviously been killing people for a while, but she always seems so shocked to find out that she's getting old. Like she's always like, What? Looks in the compact, like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no, a wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't figured out the time limit yet. Mm. Like, if it's a set time, it's like does it depend on how is old it's set they time are, per person, or like is the youth of the victim proportionate to but how long she's young? She figured out. But much like, much like, much, much like my favorite character from *Cruise into Terror* that we covered on the, uh, with the Gay Lords of Darkness, who spent the whole movie every time you see her, she's always looking in the mirror, touching her decolletage, so you know she's horny and frustrated. Oh yeah. This thing cannot get out of the She cannot stop checking herself in the mirror. It was so overdone. I'm like, 
it could have been like, all right, I get it. No, the but we have to tell the audience the character is vain. If we don't tell them, they're not going to figure it out. No, not at all. Nope. No, because every conversation she has about being old, except one, this one that I loved right at the beginning when she's singing that song. And it's kind of, it's a decent song. It's a decent Rocky sound. And she's got a good rock voice. And all of a sudden, it's like the shittiest keyboard starts playing. Yeah, this like fucking chip tune comes in on her track. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what the hell is it? And he says, it's a new patch JoJo laid in. We all loved it. Oh, yeah? Well, I hate it. So dump it, Teddy. And no more surprises. You just blew my whole vocal. Hey, don't you dig it? It's a new patch that JoJo laid down. Like, JoJo is so fired. <laughs> JoJo and then the JoJo laid down. Everyone loves it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> is Jojo a monkey? Is Jojo a monkey? Is he a little chimpanzee banging on the keys? <laughs> and she throws a shit fit. Yes, she does. She's right. But she's right. It sucks. She's absolutely right. They did ruin the song. Ruins the song. She hops all the way off to her dressing room. Her manager comes in and he's some bad suit car dealer. And she's like, no, I'm doing a benefit for the homeless. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, why the homeless? It was, with that tone of ew, like isn't there a sexier cause for you to be working for? Like grading well, my nerves. We're not going to get paid because you're doing a fundraiser, and she's like, "I'm the star, we're doing what I want." But they act like this fundraiser is going to tip her over into the big time. Well, she's already in the big time, but this is kicking off her North American tour. But that okay. would get her a lot of publicity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, you're right. Oh, she's in humanitarian too, and also will bring her a whole lot of people to pick off. Oh yeah. Is she, oh, is she inviting the homeless to the benefit? Get on the bus. Yes, you're going to be touring with me across North America. <laughs> get in the bus. Get in the bus. Come on, homeless. we got a show for you. Oh, it's like no. a Partridge family. That's terrible. The Partridge family, only a little, only a little bit rattier. Uh, and they keep getting smaller. <laughs> the family gets mysteriously smaller. Where's Tracy? <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares where Tracy is. Nobody likes Tracy. <laughs> but so okay are we at the part yet where mickey and ryan are, are first introduced man i don't remember if this gets any better but is she always this much no fun she's always so. complaining yeah no she she's always been a complainer they've been writing her like that for a while i know that but you I'm know how young women be complaining this much and i'm wondering if it got better as the show went along because like, i think oh, it did bitch I don't remember her bitching this much when I think of a show. In that awful voice. At least this time she was bitching. Last show she was whining when, like, they, they, oh. when they made her recruit for an episode. Yeah. Because uh, clearly it's the first six episodes and they haven't figured the show out yet. Yeah. I'm wondering why. She's not wearing her clothes yet. She doesn't have her ropey hair yet. When that kicks in, that's when she becomes cool. And when the costumes start getting gypsy-like to go with the hair, I'm like, what is she wearing? <laughs> Something to look forward to, Maya. I'm excited. This sounds great. Uh, but we got to talk about Birdie. We got to talk about Birdie. So we we go back to our, our subplot and we have uh, a message. I can this remember, never remember the character who we've never seen before and we'll never see again. <laughs> oh. So Birdie I, comes in and she's like, I'm such a lonely old lady. What are you doing, Uncle Jack? And he's like, making a protein shake for rats. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm a lonely old lady and I'm a thirsty old Birdie. She's oh, so thirsty. Geez. No, that's she's uh, down. For the day. She's oh, down yeah, for the day. Oh, yeah, she walks in day. and literally the line is, the old bag is here. 
And I wrote aphrodisiac volunteer thirsty. Yeah, she's like, I'll volunteer for this. Oh, that's right. Because one of the side effects of the protein shake was that it was an aphrodisiac. So she's like, I'll volunteer as a test subject. (laughs) Besides the protein stimulation, it seems to be having a mild aphrodisiac effect. If you need a guinea pig, I'll be glad to try some. Oh, Jack is not having it. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. He's so mean to her. I'm like, because he's so mean. You could gently let her down, bud. He's still he's still mourning Uncle Lewis. <laughs> well, I mean, she's she basically like, do you want to do something? He's like, no, I gotta go. Bye. And just zooms out of the room. He does not want any of Birdie. No. Nope. I'm gonna watch these rats fuck rather than talk to you, honey. <laughs> There's okay. the tea. There's the tea right there. <laughs> you spilled it. Good job. But when they first show up, and then it becomes like an after-school special about the homeless, where they just go on to like a 30-second soliloquy about no one cares about the homeless. It must be horrible. Someone hey, died, us. which is good. Hey, Nobody here cares ever birdie. <laughs> and so, okay. but so they, they talk about how the homeless are dying. And oh, right. well, Birdie arrives. had to go identify the body of the teenage girl who got killed at the beginning. because Right, that's right. her connection. It might have been one of her clients because she's a social worker. There was another murder in the park. Young runaway. Couldn't have been much younger than you. Poor sweet thing. One of your cases? I had to identify the body. It was awful. You'd think you've seen it all at my age, but it still gets to me. No family, no friends. Imagine dying and the only one who knows you is some social worker. Uh, what happened to her? Oh, no one knows. The police won't say a thing. It's all very strange. She was strangled by a rope or something. The worst is, she's not the first. You mean there have been other stranglings? Yes. That's right. Didn't you have a case earlier this year? An elderly woman? Sarah? No, she wasn't strangled. She just disappeared. But I suppose anything's possible at this point. And then Bertie's like, oh, it'd be really great if you could advocate for my homeless clients and try to find out what's going because on. Because this is the fifth one. The fifth strangling in the park. Five so the why park. she turn to a bunch of curio shop people to ask to look into no, it? No, she's in the curio shop because she's thirsty. Uh-huh. The, the asked, Ro- uh, Roby being interested is an added bonus. Yeah. She just wants to spend time with Jack. Yeah, she does. Special alone time. She doesn't care uh-huh. about the homeless at all. She just wants Jack. Ooh, yeah, uh-huh. probably. Uh-huh. So then uh, Roby and cousin just waltz into an autopsy very easily. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, are they doing this now? Because there's no hint to the supernatural. They don't think it's supernatural. Are they just now normal crime fighters? They, they don't have outfits. They don't have excuses or paperwork. They just no. walk into an autopsy happening. Like, it's like, okay, uh-huh. that, okay, sure. I bet you got no, it. No, nothing. They just waltz right in. And the yeah. autopsy continues like they're not there. Like they're not there. Like revealing, like revealing details about the murder that you would not reveal oh, to the general public. Oh, Grumpy Cop with a mustache by somebody. Of them, no. Oh, he immediately is just shit talking oh, them. Lieutenant Fishbine is not having either one of them. He's like, fuck this show. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Like you're some of those people who care. Oh, but oh, you know what it's Roby, like to be space. What do you suggest yeah. I do? Like, oh my god. Roby's dialogue in this scene is so horrendously awful. I'll be playing. It's very bad. But she leads off with. Well, we were just wondering why so many people are being murdered in our neighborhood. Why are there so many people being murdered in our neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> 
because you your neighborhood has a possessed antique shop in because there. we hate you because <laughs> we keep trying to get you and we miss i'm sorry we'll work on it mm. get deflected by the hair we don't know what's going on uh, <laughs> every question out of her mouth it's so it's supposed to come off caring and it just comes off i'm stupid and condescending at the same time which is a tough yeah. mix to pull off well while wearing her white blazer draped gently across her shoulders being very indignant. Her bare shoulders, because this is the sleeveless episode. Oh, it's a sleeve. Oh, she must have taken the blazer off. Well, yeah, what well, yeah, she always it, it always had that um sleeveless turtleneck thing underneath. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. The, oh, like yeah. The the, episode. Mm. We went back to that look, which at this time she had a bra on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, she kind of. I was wondering about that. I was like, oh, yeah, she is. I don't know much about women wearing bras versus women who don't. Uh. There's a lot of engineering going on there. We can discuss it yeah. later. One of, this, this is one of my favorite exchanges. When they're talking, when Birdie and Roby are talking about the dead teenage girl, she's like, oh, it was terrible. The poor girl murdered in the park last night. Not much younger than you. I'm like, <laughs> no, like, no. Where are you supposed to go with that? Like, that's. That girl was, that girl was like 14, and Roby is nowhere near 14. She has oh, not yeah. taken Roby a very long time. Roby definitely had that line put in. I wrote, uh, Birdie, you need your eyes checked. And you need your gaydar check. <laughs> oh, poor poor lady doesn't have a gaydar. Nope, not at all. Oh, pitch in, get her one for Christmas. Oh, it wasn't invented until 1992, so you kind of have to wait. And it might be cursed. It might be cursed, cursed gaydar. <laughs> <laughs> she only sees the straight people. My, my, I think my hands down favorite thing in this episode was when they go and look at the register is what I'm going to call it. Good enough for me. Yeah. yeah. When they go to see who bought the cup, they're like, it was sold to Fat Eddie Burrell. Fat Eddie. <laughs> Fat Eddie. So Uncle Lewis actually wrote down Fat Eddie Burrell <laughs> in the official register. So they would not be confused with Skinny Eddie Burrell. So I'm like, is that a family name? Is this just Fat Sarah? Or whatever? Well, no, there already was a different Eddie Burrell. So he's like, uh, fat. We'll distinguish this one. Yeah, it's Fat fat Eddie. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm. it's my legal name. I was named after St. <laughs> fat Eddie of Arimathea. <laughs> <laughs> my parents really hated me. And they knew. They knew. I well, ripped my mother to shreds I kept telling I them out. they wouldn't listen. <laughs> Or well, they kept feeding him a lot to make sure he would live up to his name. I'd be bound. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we get to Fat Eddie's apartment, and it looks like oh, the oh, gluttony yeah. apartment. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. We're at the apartment, but here's another thing. We're doing an episode about the homeless, okay? And we get to Fat Eddie's building, and it's derelict. And Roby goes, oh. I don't want to go in there. I'm like, well, we've got to go in there. This is where he lives. And he, she goes, no one in their right mind would live there. Oh, uh. Roby. Damn it, Roby. Right, because yeah, it's much better to be sleeping in the park like everybody else in this episode. Roby just doesn't get it. So oh, she's going to get it. She's going to get it right between eyes. His apartment has an attack Murphy bed, and it, the rest of his apartment looks like the gluttony apartment from Seven. Yes. Like yes. they've left out food with a knife in it, like in case you didn't get it, this guy was fat. Died with food in his apartment. And... A random sprig of ivory, ivy hanging from the ceiling for what is supposed to be, I guess, the ivy version of a jump scare. Yeah. 
when Roby walks into it, it, when it's like a very brightly lit derelict apartment, and there's like nothing. Around, she walks. <laughs> it's like, how can He's you like, ah, a spider plant. Uh, why? <laughs> well, and do they ever tell? No, you go, Trey. Did they ever tell how the 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 cup got from Fat Fat Eddie to Lady Di? She killed him for it. No, she killed okay. him for it because and that because they find Fat Eddie a skeleton walled up in the Murphy bed. Which conveniently falls out when Roby walks underneath it, as everything does on the show. But all traps are triggered when she walks by. Mm. But I realized that skeleton had no clothes, which meant that Eddie was drinking tea naked with his sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah. that's the way it is in the Burrell family. All right. What a surprise. <laughs> and it gives Ryan a chance to crack that one letter. Can't call him fat anymore. I dropped that you one. See the size of his yeah. hips? Jesus, God. Yeah. Ryan's a quipster. He thinks he's a quipster. He, uh, he thinks he's lots of things. Fair enough. But so I wrote down that I guess we're doing the sound check for Lady Di. Yes. And she's in full makeup and costume for you the sound check. You can hear the eyeliner through the microphone. That's how yeah, it works. Okay, well, so she has to do that. Well, she has to get her hair to tie for the acoustics. How will you know she's a rock star if they haven't dressed her like a rock star would look like on stage in the 80s? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very true. Mm -hmm. we're, we're very stupid people. We'll be like, who's that? to get it from context? Like, oh. Well, especially if I get confused because sometimes when she gets old and the makeup just looks like she's dirty. Yes. I'm like, why is she just brown now? She's just brown. <laughs> no, no lines, nothing, just brown. <laughs> Well, yeah, like when they that. had to do multiple phases of aging for her, it's obvious they didn't really have a budget for that. Oh, or, or a plan because they jumped. Or a plan. Like it goes from dirt to that the white witch look. Oh yeah, the giant white witch look. Yeah. Uh, for that I'm going. Wow, that was an extreme, and that's not seventy. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, it's it's cursed. It's cursed aging. It's different than regular aging. Well, and at oh, the end, you. she looked like the movie curtains with the the hag face, like the hag mask with the big white hair. She looked great when she fell out dead. That yeah. was a great prop. That was, yeah. good. that was good. That one was good. The other ones, uh, oh, so the ones from props are good. The ones from makeup, yeah. Not, not so much. Makeup didn't have their shit together. No, they did not. Your makeup is terrible, as Alaska would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see what happened. I did not well, write down the transition. I just wrote down, is that the little girl from Miss Doubtfire? So then I'm checking IMDb on my phone while I'm watching it. And then it was, yay. It was? It was. It's a little girl from Miss Doubtfire. She kept working oh, wow. until about yeah. the year 2000. Okay. Yeah. And then when she, she stopped being adorable, probably got in a heroin addiction like they all did in Hollywood. But anyway, okay, she's supposed to be adorable now. and she's just not. No, she's kind of annoying and she's useless. My favorite thing is when the, the, when the cop gives her a cinnamon bun from the sound check. And he's like feeling all good about it and then realizes that she stole his wallet. I'm like, Addy girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go. You go. go. go through his wallet Don't be nice to the homeless. They'll rob you. <laughs> well it's a message you know little kids are, are pickpockets we saw Oliver although I do I did realize see this Oliver is second, this is the second time now that we've seen Roby get physically accosted by a little girl <laughs> I'm hoping oh, this is yeah, a trend yeah it is isn't it <laughs> get the, she, she got when, the, um, when she's at a girl tells her about the woman with the hair like fire she's like I think you should come with, and the girl just knocked her down <laughs> Well, and so she comes across Lady Di killing someone. Lady Di's like, if you leave, if I give you my bracelet, will you leave? I'll give She's you like, this yeah, bracelet sure. that will clearly identify who I am. 
<laughs> I'm homeless. I have no morals. Give me the bracelet. Yeah. Cool. She doesn't Thanks. hawk it. She just wears it. Just wear- it makes her feel special. She's homeless. Doesn't have a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. She'll be able to sell it for crack. I'm just going with the way the show's going, okay? Okay, but when you're that young, you need less crack proportionally. She was so little. I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is the recommended daily allowance of crack for a six-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Part of a balanced breakfast in Canada. Crack and a cinnamon donut. Or a cinnamon roll. Uh, and a cinnamon no. roll to go with the wallet you just stole. But my favorite line is, so Lady Di kills a one guy in the park, and the next day, of course, Birdie shows up with Mickey and Ryan, and she looks at the body, and she goes, he's not one of mine, thank God. Right? Like, someone was like, murdered. Like, have, yeah, have a little of, respect. Yeah. yeah, I just, it's like, okay, he's dead, sad, but not one of my homeless, so. I don't have to do paperwork for the next 12 hours. Hooray. Hooray. Good for you, Birdie. Mm. Yeah. And Birdie's all over the place. She's spry. She's spry. I actually like this actress a lot. She was fun. She was yeah, good. She was fun. She, fun to, I loved when she showed up and that dress that made her look like she just came from an audition for Chicago playing Rock, <laughs> like, senior version of Roxy Hart. I'm like, look at her go. Oh, she yeah. She's doing some like regional theater Roxy Hart. Absolutely. Yeah. There was Jack black, there was sequins. Yeah, I was here for that. Try to ask Jack out to lunch. He can't just go to lunch with the woman. And the thing she is, she made Jack- her <laughs> Well, they established no reason for Jack not to like her other than he's like, nope, nope, no, 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 woman. They don't give any reason at all. And she's a likable character. It's not like she comes on abrasive. But Jack, of course, is. I'd rather be with my rodents. And I'm not going to make a gerbling joke, and I just stopped myself. Thank you. You're welcome, America. (laughs) No, this is Patreon. That's what you pay for. Well, by calling attention to it, I still made the joke. See how it Okay. Oh, well then. Ah. It just makes me look like I have a conscious. <laughs> <laughs> I could take lessons in that. And then, and then she's standing there in a pretty little dress, which is a bit, it's horrible, but not bad. For the 80s yeah. on a sliding scale, it's fine. Yeah, she looks yeah, good. She's dressing way too young. It's cute on her, but it, he storms off, abandoning her again. And Mickey turns around and goes, he's just shy. That's all. He's just gay. That's all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then Bernie's like, they're all just when shy when you're this age. <laughs> But then again, they're so fucking clueless, I'm sure they wouldn't know anyway. No. They don't know how to use the vault. That they, that, never mind. We're not there yet. <laughs> um. uh, okay, so yeah, we got we got another scene with Lady Di killing people. Oh, and then we're in the car with Birdie. We're talking about the most recent murder, and we hear Lady Di singing, I'm a little teapot. I'm a little teapot. Hello. 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 Could we have a little less music, Sorry, I thought Birdie would have trouble here. Just because you're older doesn't mean you're deaf. What are you smiling at? Oh, nothing. It's just if Sarah were here, she'd be laughing at this song right now. Yeah? Why is that? It's an old nursery rhyme she used to sing. One of her favorites. They ran out of money for music, and she's screaming, I'm a little teapot, and they're trying to sell it as this 80s rock anthem. And uh, we saw the crowd that was waiting to meet Lady Di when she was doing that interview. They are not going to be jamming out to I'm a Little Teapot, no, no. matter how many electric guitars you put behind it. Never. No. Not a million and years. also, no. if you're killing people with a teacup, do you want to make your main song about the 
the murder weapon. Like I said, a little on the nose, Lady Die. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh, mm, stupid. If Roby can figure it out, you might be giving them too many clues. <laughs> like... Mm. Yeah. Oh, Ryan figured it out like really quickly. <laughs> really fucking it's a obvious. low bar. Yeah. And then the little girl gets the tea. She lifts the tea. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, uh, I forget what happened. She was. She steals it. it mid, oh, oh, oh she, uh, Lady Dobby's was going to kill somebody, but. Oh, and then they had the exchange with the bracelet. And then when the kid left, Lady Dobby realized that little bitch picked my purse. Because <laughs> homeless kids steal things. They're terrible. Uh-huh. 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 Don't let gonna... them in your house. Don't so let them in your house. <laughs> we get a scene of the little girl singing I'm a little yes. pot and playing with the cup, and we're like, oh no, is she gonna drink? Will she die? What's happening? Exactly. Well, she, uh, yeah. The rules of the cup again are get a little vague. It's ambiguous. See, I, I'm confused. I didn't think that she was gonna die. It was just a random scene of her doing the song, pouring into the cup, picking the cup, and then skipping she, off yeah, the screen. She runs away with it. She's play drinking from it. So because she's homeless, she doesn't have water. And she acts like it's a teddy bear because when she sleeps, she curls the cup up next to her. Gotta snuggle it, yeah. Would you, rather, a- would you rather snuggle with Roby's creepy bunny rabbit? <laughs> well, is that be terrifying? I was like, oh no, oh no, no, oh, oh no. He even gets to sleep with my bunny rabbit because <laughs> <laughs> I pronounce things weird because I'm Robbie. <laughs> because she's not a fiance. I don't pronounce yet. words the same way twice ever. <laughs> <laughs> And then they, it's the kind of story where everything matches. They have so many coincidences that they see the, the bracelet on the girl and realize it's Sarah's but bracelet. Birdie recognizes it. Birdie recognizes it. That's, yes. that's my friend Sarah's bracelet. My friend Sarah who disappeared. Because they when she mentions that her friend Sarah disappeared, this old woman that she knows, oh, was she murdered? No, she just vanished. We don't know what happened to her. Oh, okay. Well, then why are you talking about her? And then it shows up again. Because she was one of my clients, so she's important. Okay. Okay. So she's a check off Sarah. If you talk about her Sarah in Act One, she will come in well, Act don't, Two. You don't know her? Sarah. We already mentioned her brother. We haven't tied this together. God, did anyone read the script but me? God. Wait, so wait, what's Fat Eddie's last name? Burrell. So her name's Sarah Burrell? Yeah. Not Sarah uh-huh. Burellis. <laughs> I already thought that. I'm like, she's having she's got a great career on Broadway now for Hundred and two year old woman. <laughs> yeah, she's doing real. She looks good too. Thirty years ago, she's great. Nice. That cup, that cup. She's upgraded. She looked really good, and she's a Christ superstar last year. And you know the cup's magic because it never cracks with all everyone. Oh, everyone it. throwing it around. It's stolen multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, people keep it hidden in the backpack, and then so Birdie hears them talking about the cup and how it makes people young. So then she starts skulking around also. Oh, yeah. right. They try to do the whole fake out where we get this uh, first person camera sneaking into the shop to steal the cup. And we're supposed to think, oh, it's Lady Di. She's coming back for revenge. And it's pretty. There was no the way cup. Lady Di was getting that hair into a fucking nylon stocking over her head. <laughs> never, never in a million years. It would have to be like, she would have. I'm sorry. She would have to buy like the biggest pair of pantyhose. <laughs> Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna start with like maybe maybe some hair clips and a wig cap and we'll we'll work from there. So Bertie takes it out into the park to meet a nice young woman. Oh, wait, 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 she was able to steal it because they get the cop back. They have the kid in the house. They're like, oh, we're going to take the kid home. We're going to give her potato chips and tuna casserole because she hasn't suffered enough. <laughs> and Ryan just leaves it on the desk. Cursed object that kills people just leaves it on the desk. You have a vault downstairs. 
You could have kept it with you. You could have put it in a vault. You left it in the middle of the desk. Wait, cool. the not, one was, on it. not one of them got it. You guys. So, so Birdie, like, this up and goes going, I can't believe that the earth was just not overrun by Satan in the 80s if these people were in charge. Because. <laughs> well, the best right. part is Birdie steals a cup with the pantyhose over her face. She flags down a taxi with a pantyhose over her face. Then she gets in with the pantyhose over her face, and then she just pulls it off. And the taxi driver apparently is used to this stuff. <laughs> he didn't say a word. Hey, he was just happy that she wasn't homeless. Like, I'm so I'm tired of giving rides to homeless people all the time. God, everybody in this town's homeless all of a sudden. She was a pretty good thief. And then, and then she meets the guy at the park. I, I, I did like that, because that is often a twist, is that's not often that the curse will get... Someone else wants it more. You know, it starts calling yeah. to somebody else. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's getting yeah. birdie. Oh, I like that. That that works because she's obsessed with you know Jack, and maybe she's younger. Maybe Jack will like her. Fine, that all that all tracks. But we didn't actually yeah. go that route. No, that would have been interesting. No. But okay, okay. So Birdie meets a guy in the park, a homeless guy in the park, <laughs> and, and he's, for what he's he back, cool. for what he lacked in lines of dialogue, he made up for in I fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There was he a lot of I fucking that, that old lady, that whole damn scene. I'm like, oh my God, this is well, hot. Well, then doesn't she start off by saying, Would you like to join me for a nightcap? Yeah. In the middle of the park. And then he like reaches somebody. over to her and she's like, No, let's be civilized about this. Or, or what was that? I drink not out of the bottle. Well, and she was smart because she brought alcohol where Lady Di was offering people tea. Just give them alcohol. They'll take it. You don't have to explain anything. Okay, okay, okay. Lady dies a struggling artist. She's not made of money, all right? Tea you can steal from the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol costs money, okay? Of course, you could use water, probably. She could have peed in it, for all I know. <laughs> the rules are vague. Oh. Yeah. So she's set up to, to steal this homeless Some guy's Some Ovaltine, tea. perhaps? <laughs> she has an attack of conscience, decides not to, and just talks to him. And he gives her free therapy because he's homeless and he doesn't have any choice. Gives her free therapy and some cunnilingus. <laughs> Strongly she's implied. Glow- she's glowing the rest of the episode. Glowing. She yeah, she had a good night. Yeah, the next morning she's like, there's, she's like, thanks for talking to me last night. And I'm like, okay. Talking, a- yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Thanks for talking to me all night. And for the kind of lingus. And for homeless guy, he wasn't terrible looking. No. 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 I mean. Oh, well, so they're all they're ugly now. That's it. That's well, it. no. I was you like, can't live here. You're ugly. How dare you I've try? I've slept with worst homeless guys than that. Today. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was fine. <laughs> but it's supposed to be a bonding moment, but it is oddly sexual. And it just. I, <laughs> but yeah. she gets. Her, but the thing is, again, that guy should be dead. Because he did drink from the cup. The vines came out. Like, What are the, the rules of the cup? I mean, the, the curse technically needs to be fed. You drank from the cup. I got to do this now. You can't stop it. That's normally how these things work. But oh, she, she just smacks like, it out eh. of his hands, though, right? When the vines start getting yeah. excited. No That's normally how it would work. Yeah. In later episodes, it's how these kind of things work. If you don't do what the curse needs, you'll get whatever it had. It does like a hundred times worse. Yeah, I guess it's just not a very ambitious curse at this point. It's like, eh, I'll eh, eh. try. I'm just a plant. But I'm, then, but at this point, Lady Di has gone full hack. Like she is just. Oh, she's looking real rough, and her hair is exploding and wild, and she's supposed to go on stage for her rock show. And she's talking like. What's her name? But she's talking like Brenda Vaccaro. Yeah, it's Brenda Oni. Vaccaro. She calls her agent and she's like talking uh, like this. He's like, you sound different. I'd like to talk to you about Playtex deodorant tampons. <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone's looking for the cup. 
And I don't remember his at this point, but you get Ricky and Ricky of oh, Mickey and Ryan arrested for trying to attack Bernie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Because after, after uh, Bernie, uh, Bernie gets her conscience back and she goes to that phone booth and she's just so proud. She's like, hello, Ryan. I have something of yours that I'd like to return to the female. <laughs> Beaming, like you need to get hit with the rock because you're too pleased with yourself right now. Okay. Well, because mm-hmm. she's beaming because she just got eaten out on a park bench all night. So. Yeah, she did. Absolutely. Just add a girl. Add a girl. You're not getting it from Jack. Get it. You need it. Get it. Yep. Like I said all the time during Paul about, I ain't gonna judge you for doing what you need to do to get by. All right. <laughs> uh, but Lady Di gets the cutback somehow. Uh, she chased her. We had old age. <laughs> oh, the cops watching at the park at this point. They were chasing her. the two old ladies are chasing each other through the park, and I'm like, oh god! <laughs> it was it should have been a very slow chase scene, but it was it was zippy. Like someone's gonna break a hip. Someone's yeah. gonna break a hip. But uh, really, Miss Thing should be dead. Bernie should be dead because she went down that hill and was like doing head over heels, like no. Oh yeah, tumbling, and I'm like, no, no, your ankles, no. The old ladies, no, no. And then when she's laying on the ground, Lady Di comes up and hits her with a rock. Yeah, I thought I was. I, I, thought, her I thought she was dead. <laughs> Birdie sung her last song, but she, she didn't. She but, lived. But then Ricky, so, so Mickey and Ryan show up. The cop just comes across them and arrests. Oh, and Ryan's them. a dumbass, so he's picked up the rock, and the cops see him holding the rock, standing over Birdie, and you, you dumbass, why'd you do that? Because he's well, Ryan. Because he's he Ryan. Didn't was a, he didn't think it was a rock. He thought it was a rock lobster. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, and we're back to the lesbians from outer space. <laughs> Pam, <laughs> Pam, <laughs> where's that teacup, Pam? <laughs> my favorite episode ever. Thank you, my. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> But but we get to my favorite scene in the whole episode. What's your favorite scene in the whole episode? Where where Uncle oh. Lewis sets a trap. Oh God. yes. Okay. Oh wait, okay. we we just got the universal timeout. Because when Mickey and Ryan get arrested, who happens to see it? Was skulking in the bushes, but Jack. Jack. Who was cruising for sex? Jack? What you doing? Who was cruising for sex in the park as well? Oh yeah, he totally is. <laughs> That's what you do in the eighties. Signs yeah. there. Hmm. So he happens to see this well, he realizes everything is up to him and just so happens he has an emergency blazer and a toupee. Yeah, just, you know, emergency wig in your pocket. Why are you wearing a wig? Nobody knows who you are. Yeah, no well, he doesn't know who she is. No, He's it's never fine seen for him. Die. It's, Why are you like, wearing an outfit? Why are you doing an accent? Nobody knows who you are. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but this scene is so wonderful that he's hunched over so you can't see his face. Just, just the hair. And so you see Lady Di come up and it's like, hello, do you want some tea? Pardon me, young man. Mm. Would you care for a nice cup of tea on this fine morning? Hey, yeah, sure, lady. I'm sorry. This doesn't belong to you. No! 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 And he's like, Oh, yes, I think I'll have... He says something in a weird accent. He has some weird accent voice. And you know it's him immediately. Oh, yes. You're not subtle. And then he turns around to show himself with the toupee. It's a big aha moment. And then he whips the toupee off like it's a mask. 
Would Lady Di like, know what Jack looks like for any goddamn reason? Any. Carol Channing. <laughs> <laughs> and and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you, meddling kids. I had a question. I think you answered it, Patrick. My first thought was, where do you get the wig and why does he have it? But then he was cruising at night, so he wanted the toupee. Oh, maybe for like attractive. a pop, can't get picked out of a lineup. That'll help. Yeah, or just you know, Jack, man. I mean, I'm sure, like, what his, his, I'm sure his pockets are filled up all kinds of wonders for any occasion. <laughs> <laughs> he is prepared. He's, He's a jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. <laughs> uh, he's not in the bird I'm, business. He ain't in the bird business. my head no. disapproval. <laughs> jack of all trades. That's his new nickname for me. You okay? You like that trade? Jack of rough trade. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so Lady Di does not kill Jack. She goes running away, getting older as she runs. Yes. And like between takes, it's okay. Well, now she looks like kind of a sloppy old person. Now she has crazy, frazzled, electrified witch hair. Just looks awful. And then we chase her. And of course, it's daylight, so it looks even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the chase scene gets us back to her trailer. The gang finds her. There. Well, okay. So the concert is going on. Is, the so concert is supposed to be happening like right now. And you can tell because there's, you can hear the crowd chanting. We want die. We oh, want so die. subtle. We want die. We want and, die. Like, come on. Writers. Literally one guy's voice. That's sampled like three times. <laughs> it's not even crowd. It's one dude. It's an all male. It's an all, it's all gays. <laughs> well, maybe she's Everyone like Robin. Up. It's fine. So I guess that Mickey and Ryan and Bertie all show up. So she got let out of the hospital and no brain drama. The... Totally fine. Yeah. 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 She's good. Yeah. Fine. It's a concussion. Yeah, it's a little it was a very soft rock. <laughs> well, she's exactly. got a very hard head because she. <laughs> But what? they just they had no ideas left. There's like we just ran out of time. We don't have an ending. And she, what's the set we already have? Okay, we already have the trailer. Let's go back there. We don't have time for a fight. And, and what's Lady Di's line as she comes out? Showtime. And she comes out and drops dead. Just drops dead. She never got her tea, so she just dies. So like the gang wasn't really successful. Mickey no. and Ryan did. They didn't like catch her really. They just ran out the clock. Yeah. yeah. Very anticlimactic. Yeah. It was anticlimactic. And then all of a sudden we're back at the shop quipping one-liners. And it was like, you're not going to address what just happened at all. Okay. Yeah. We're not, also not going to address the fact that, okay, the concert didn't happen, which means all that money got refunded. So the homeless got nothing. Nothing. Oh, you're right. Well, and also Bernie. And the girl gets shipped off to fucking foster care. There was no talk of a home. There was no talk of a okay, home. She's they, going to foster care. <laughs> well, Bertie asked her if she was sure, though. We we did ask the little girl sure from Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure what they never say. Sure of what is, yeah. So maybe maybe she was going to go live with Bertie, and that's why we that's never why see Bertie again. That's, why that's not saying. how that works. That's not how that works. <laughs> well, this show. It was my it was this show, bit of optimism I had for this episode. Okay, this show, though, Ricky, Mickey and Ryan got arrested, and then we're let go and burn let go of the hospital in one day. So anything can happen in this world. Your voice is so annoying. We're letting you out. Yes. But also they, they kind of let Bertie slide on the fact that she broke in, stole a cup and was getting ready to kill someone with it. They just don't worry about you that. just wanted to feel wanted. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. to kill someone who cares. 
Well, I mean, that is the thing. I mean, with the these cursed objects as well, sometimes it's just really not your fault. You can't help it. Yeah. I think Birdie was had some agency in this decision. I mean, they had no problem with the kid who killed people with her <laughs> down them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, was I, I was, La Vida? No, Kristen. Or uh, no, no, it was it was um yeah, Vita. Not yeah. a Vita. Vita. Yeah. <laughs> Aqua Vita. Well, I was I was kind of hoping that they would show up and Kristen had cleaned the place out and booked it, but she she was there. And she just takes everything, all the potato chips. <laughs> I, was really that, I was really hoping that Lady Di would get eaten to death by a bunch of horny mice. Because <laughs> that plot line goes nowhere. It means it nothing. Goes, and just it goes nowhere. Oh, yeah. We have all this science Jack makes up where he's like, oh, something about the proteins and hyperactivity. And I don't want to brag, but I work out and I do have a recovery protein shake. And that's not and how re- protein works. And I really love protein. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I bet, I bet you do. So, um, no, Uncle okay. Jack, sure. <laughs> subtle hint, Birdie. Subtle hint. It's, it's, it's subtle, very subtle. Let's all stand around and watch these mice fuck in a cage. And then, okay, there's lots of, to do with potato chips. And this was one of these random lines that was like, what? They can't find the potato chips to give to the kids. The one thing the kid wanted. I'm the potato chip all- king. <laughs> And then they offer her a tuna casserole. Why? Why would you offer that? You like the homeless whole, child whole hasn't kitchen. suffered enough. <laughs> oh. Like you can't. And then Jack is making fun of him. like, you really don't want to know what it is. I'm like, she, the kid's not going to be fussy. <laughs> you don't need to be like putting down the food that you're putting in front of this poor kid. But they can't find the goddamn potato chips. Meanwhile, the cup is being stolen. Who ate all the chips? I think it was one of your friends. Oh, charming. Right where we cut the bread. That's right where we cut the bread. So you have a bread cutting place. A very specific... This is the only place I'm going to bread. Yeah, well, I didn't I get the whole thing. In the, in mice were fucking and eating potato chips. I reach up over my <laughs> head and I cut it where I can't see it. And it's just the goods that are curious in this store. You're all fucked up. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah, this was weird little subplot tangents that went nowhere. But like the overall plot structure was better. I liked this better than I liked some previous episodes because like we had oh. a clear villain from the beginning. What she wanted was obvious. And we saw her pursue that. And that's more than we've had previously. Yeah, yeah. it was a fun episode. And you had 80s yeah, music. We had 80s music and the actors. We hated the last episode, Maya, since you were, since you were off in Hawaii Ooh. doing a hula dancing. Or I was in Hawaii. Doing. It was great. Um, you were I was going to bring that up. I hate it still, secretly. No, hate me. It's fine. I I deserve it. I had a really good time. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, Maya! I forgot to say, Melakaliki Maka. I avoided. It's the Hawaiian way to oh, say no, Merry no, Christmas no, to no, you. No, no. no, no. <laughs> uh. What? No, Andrew sisters love. Fine, fine. I'll sing some nursery rhymes instead. Uh, no, I Make mean I, 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 I like. I'm a little teapot. <laughs> oh, I'm a little teapot. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That song has been ruined by Kevin Klein forever, <laughs> or maybe better. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I like but the, the Andrew sisters. I don't want the internet to think I don't like the Andrew sisters. I just didn't okay, we know that song about- until I had to deal with it on the office, and then it was weird. So it's weird. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say that the fashions in this Roby was. Subdued a little bit, yeah. but made up for by Lady Di. Yeah, I thought they were fine. I mean, that's exactly what you would dress a pseudo yeah. rock star. All the all the, the outfits 80s. were oh, yeah. appropriate. Like a rock star would look like this. Roby is 
only a little weird. Uh, yeah, she's she's mostly business casual, which works for her. And like Jack has his emergency toupee, like all set. And that Ryan, the only real shocker was Birdie's dress, and it was a great one. I'm oh, not gonna yeah. knock I like that dress at all. And like just midlife crisis moment. written all over it. Yeah. Yeah, she had nice uh, legs. Oh. Too bad. I mean, after that last episode with the shitty costumes and that shitty plot, that, that whole that whole last episode with Cupid, I just cannot stand. No, it was rapey garbage. I I was very upset by that episode. Well, unfortunately, that is a common theme. Hooray! Two of the common themes are staying young forever and getting people to love you that don't. Hooray! Well, I will say, Birdie actually dodged a bullet because future episodes, if you're a love interest for one of the main characters, you're probably you going to die. Yeah. You- so she lucked out. You know, Birdie actually made off like a bandit this time. Good for her. That's right. She survived. She got eaten out. <laughs> she got a sexy dress. She, she got a new she, little. It's a moral. She a could hold to. Daughter, maybe but, adopted. Yeah, may, maybe it's unclear. I decide that homeless girl lives with Birdie, especially if we're okay. never going to see her again. I can decide that. And also, so when we see the homeless girl, she's cleaned up, has a nice little dress on. Where did they get the dress? At the vault. <laughs> is, is it haunted? Is it from the shop? Is it cursed? Are you going to see it later? That's why I've been seeing Birdie. She's Ooh, dead. Ooh, she's been killed by the killer dress. I'll teach you to shoplift a monster, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now Birdie knows that now that they're like the paranormal investigator, so she's a loose thread. They have to get rid of her. Yeah, oh, yeah. Birdie knows the cup is oh, magic. Oh, yeah, she has absolute evidence of, uh, yeah, she, yeah, mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm, so they have to kill Birdie, so they... They gave the girl to her. It was like the chicken pox blankets from that the pilgrims <laughs> gave to the Indians. Oh, awful. Here you go. Enjoy. <laughs> so, yeah. It was it was a decent episode. It was fun. Maybe they'll write me back in. Nah, bye. <laughs> Possible recurring. Say, bye. Bye. Don't call us. We'll call you. So, you usually like to talk about like alternate curses. Yeah, um, obviously, I couldn't really come up with anything great for that. Um, but since the obsession is tea, I gave you guys a hint in my email last night that my uh, special guest star would be Miss Coco Peru. Hello, my Coco Puffs. I'm Coco Peru. I'm a little stressed out, to be honest. You see, I like tea. And I like one tea in particular called Celestial Seasonings Tension Tamer Tea. You know, you you get tense and you like to take pills. I use the Tension Tamer Tea. So I would go to buy it at Target. I went there and they didn't have it. I went back, they didn't have it again. I went back, the space was no longer there. They get you hooked on something and then they just said, you know what, we're not gonna sell that anymore like they did with my press on nails. And my point is, it's a tense time of the year and I I need my Tension Tamer Tea. Since she loves that Tension Tamer Tea? Yes. (laughs) I, I can just see her. Rummaging through her purse, realizing that the cup is stolen, she's just looking in the camera going, This just bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get tea in your eye, Gabriel? It burns. burns. You ever get cum in your eye, Gabriel? Huh? It burns. Well, what they could do, because it's a rock star as an alternate to a, cu- a little cup, they could do a spoon for cocaine. A Coke spoon, an enchanted Coke spoon. A cursed cocaine Coke spoon. Yeah, so you, and it just, yeah. And then the vines come out and go in your brain and. Nose vines, yes. Yes, there we go. Oh, they don't have the Actually, budget for nose vines. You should have a snowstorm. You should just like die in this like random blizzard. Blizzard <laughs> <laughs> out of the cup. An alternate <laughs> casting for Lady Di. For the problem with that though is that you'd probably be young again in 30 minutes. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to last very long, huh? Oh, no, you well, got to get a lot of people. <laughs> the cup didn't last long at all, and she's always just so shocked when, like, 45 minutes later, she's getting wrinkles again. Oh, yeah, but the rules yeah, of the at least cup they didn't were address, Like, later episodes of the dress, like, sometimes the curse starts getting, the time starts getting, yeah. It's yeah. getting shorter because it's forcing you. To, it's going to kill you. You're, you're. It's oh, the curse is always going to kill you. Yeah. Well, that's the bad thing about these curses. They're just not reliable. You know, back in my day, we used to have reliable curses and curses. These days, that's, I just, I don't know. That's you why you always pay the extra seven dollars when you go to the ant- cursed antique store to get that warranty. Get the warranty <laughs> exactly. on the curse. Well, you, we don't want to get the off-brand curses. Your money back. Well, if you get the off-brand curses, who knows what you're getting? Yeah, like they probably made this and. Wait, no, regular church curses come from China. Uh, yeah. They made it in Canada. Canada, Canada Canadian curses. Canadian curses. You, yeah, know, you, you think it's a good old-fashioned American curses. Curses. Yes. <laughs> You suck someone's you know, beauty and vitality, and then you're in the middle of a sound check, and oh, you got to leave. Oh, okay, that's another thing. She would just book it and leave. Like in the middle of an interview, she would leave. It reminded me of the Brady Bunch episode where Peter's pretending to be two different people and he's got the girl in one room and the girl in the other room. Oh, doing the Fred Flintstone. Yeah. And he's like, oh, just a minute. And he runs to the room. It kind of reminded me of that where Lady dies like in the middle of an interview and she's like, oh, and she just runs out. Well, or one really question interview. Found out. You're going to yeah. tell all the radio listeners about my cursed teacup and they'll all take it seriously and put it together with that song I covered. I just want to give back to the home with some of the warmth. I mean, maybe give the homeless the warmth that my fans give to me. I'm like, oh. Because of the tea, right? Okay, yeah, uh-huh, I get it. Uh-huh, because this is the tea with Can't warm. stop bragging. All right. <laughs> and then Mickey and... Honey of Foundation is cracking, okay? It's cracking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, your latex seems not doing so hot. Oh, no, honey, uh-uh. <laughs> then Mickey and Ryan break in, and so... There's a big scuffle in the room, and so she just leaves out the other door. I and, thought that was great. Before they go, before they go to bust, break into this interview, uh, Jack says, oh, well, I'll print out the proper credentials. And par- apparently the proper credentials were a chauffeur's outfit. <laughs> a sexy chauffeur outfit. Sexy chauffeur outfit. Well, and I thought that it would make That's sense. That's what a gay man would do. Where'd they get that? <laughs> Isn't it a cursed sexy chauffeur outfit? No, it's Jack's sexy chauffeur outfit. Oh, oh. from his side job. Well, it would make so much more sense for Roby to be the rock star or the important person as opposed to Ryan. But well, absolutely. And that was my first thing I wrote down was, well, I know Roby was a pop star and we're in a recording studio. We're going to showcase her talents. Oh, we're not going to do that. Okay. Nope. And they kind of hid her best outfit for the episode where she's got the big hair and the tiny the little tiny little hat. So the hair just comes out in this giant, like majestic yeah. pyramid of hair. They don't show it well, that much. Have, no. They got. They haven't learned not to do that yet. The last episode, they had it tied back. Mm-hmm. Why though? Was the episode you could see it straining? It was it just, <laughs> trying to break <laughs> free. See, that's that's the character. They're trying to restrain the character, and eventually, the Roby will break free and just live in its glory. Eventually, eventually, and become a countess. That sounds fun. Oh, when 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 the little kid came down the stairs at the end in the pretty dress and. Jack was like, oh, oh, no, Bertie says, oh, it's like I'm looking at a princess. And Rofi's like, actually, I'm a countess. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm a countess. Countess. <laughs> Contessa. Well, the thing is, is also, countess, what? <laughs> well, if we're not princesses, we got Lady Di, but we know how she turned out. Ooh. Okay. Can I do, let's have a little tangent here. Okay. Tangent. The day that Lady Diana died. Mm-hmm. I was 
up trying to watch SNL. It's a formative memory for me. I was like 12 and staying up late to watch TV. I was working at the Long Island Eagle as a bartender. <laughs> I spent the day oh. at a water park with a friend of mine. So we didn't hear the news. So I'm working the bar that night and everybody is bereft that Lady Di has died. Now, there was a really, really trashy person drag queen at like bargain, not a performer drag queen, like just would show up in drag and just was awful and nobody liked it. it was awful, awful person who went by Lady Di. I thought that Lady Di died. And I'm like, oh no. Why is everybody so, you all hate her. Oh no! And I'm making jokes all night. Oh no! And I got home. I got. I got in the car. I'd go home and turn on the radio. I'm like, oh my god, I'm the worst person alive. <laughs> That's really terrible. You get That's... a sticker for how awful that is. <laughs> you know what, Lady Di wouldn't mind. She would have thought it was. It would have been fine with you, but damn though. That reminds me. Did you watch Celebrity Big Brother UK? Uh, no, I don't like. I don't like the. I can't see. Uh, okay, no one's there's, there's a season that has the narrator, but it freaks me out. Well, there's a season that has David Guest, Tiffany Pollard, who is New York from the Rock of Love, and it has David Bowie's ex-wife, and that was when David Bowie died, and so they pull her aside to say, "I'm sorry, David Bowie's dead." So she comes out crying, and Tiffany goes to her, "What's wrong?" She goes, "David's dead." Oh, oh, and, yeah, no, I, I, I did see. I did, I saw that. And they thought she meant David Guest the house guest. Super something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the funniest. It was like the weirdest Three's Company episode ever. Because she's telling one, David's dead. And then she runs out screaming. And then David, David Bowie's ex-wife goes, oh, God. Oh. And so she just. Oh, that's sad, too. <laughs> Well, she gets mad because she did, she never told her she meant David Bowie. Or worse, it'd just be like, who? Well, it's the funniest thing is that around, David's dead, David's dead. And they're like, no, he's not. He's in the bedroom. <laughs> anyway, so your story reminded me of that. At least mine wasn't broadcast. It's true. Around the world, yeah, preserved forever. Well, now it is. <laughs> Only for Patreon. Exactly. I can't pay for that story. Oh, trashy lady that I did like horror movies. She might actually be listening and might be coming after me now. Mm. Well, well, she'd actually, you're keeping her memory alive. So maybe she's happy. Oh no, it's a horror movie. She'll she never dead. be happy. No, I know that bitch ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> bitch who never did tip a day in her life. Never tipped a goddamn day in her life. Always caused a problem. So. Yeah, yeah uh, those people survive. Somehow. <laughs> Spite. Was, I mean, I would have to throw, like, I, I, I remember when I had to throw her out of the bar like seven times. <laughs> How'd she keep getting in? She get, Well, the back door. Hello. Oh, uh, like, obviously. I'm my like, bad. Okay, okay, okay. You, you need to stop trying to blow people in the men's room. Because <laughs> people need to actually use the men's room, and everyone's afraid to go in there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, big drag queens on the side. Hello, would you like some tea? <laughs> like, looking like this lady died from the episode. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, memories like the corners of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've done it, kids. Yeah, but next episode's a good one. Oh, which one is it? I didn't do my homework. Halloween. 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 Isn't that a clip show? No, it's the one where they bring back Lewis. Because it's the fifth episode. Do they have enough stuff for clips? 
I know. I guess it's a, a later. I mean, there's one. I know there's one on Halloween where they get locked in the vault and it's a clip show. I'm like, wow, episode five and it's a clip show. Wow. Well, no, this is. I think they get locked Remember in the that vault. time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I learned a valuable thing. lesson that day. That no, none of you learn any weird. lessons. I've seen too many episodes to think. You that. have a vault. You have a vault. Rule one: put use it in the use the vault. Perhaps. Well, you know, it's just. Who's going to want it? There's just this lady die who's wandering around. She don't want the cup. She won't come after them. Birdie. Got to watch out for Birdie. I also Birdie. like that they're cursing chintz. Like that cup was tacky. <laughs> it was. How, how old was that cup? Because I don't think that cup would have been made in the ancient, you know, in 1800s. At best, at best what I thought, my, my, mother used to t- my mother has a whole bunch of stuff still that she used to get when she would go to the movies as a kid. You'd be like, it's dish night. You go to the movies and you get a free dish. Of, of course. Well, they, used to, they gave well, out those. They gave out those famous Shirley Temple glasses that are worth like a gazillion dollars. Okay. She's got one. So sometimes it was great stuff. So she hangs on to that kind of stuff. So I was thinking, it's at best a knockoff one of those. Like it is some tendency. Like someone went to the went to the problem of preserving that piece of shit forever. Like everything else had a history. This is just a cup. Didn't well, belong to anybody. Of- I grew up in a suburb with people who doing artsy fartsy craft stuff. So I definitely remember seeing uh, not ceramics with the leaf on it, but like the print of a leaf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I could buy that, but like with the actual leaves on the teacup is, I don't know, bridge too far. I guess. It's hard to hold. <laughs> lumpy. It's a lumpy cup. I don't want a lumpy cup. No, I want to feel nice. It, nice it throws, off, it throws off the lines of your gym shorts. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it did oh, look very chintzy. All right, this store is closed. I have got to go lay down. I am exhausted still. It has been a rough day. Thank you for cheering me up. You're welcome. Um, you did blow away some of the ghosts that have been haunting me since I left the theater. So good. No, everyone needs a nice cup of. We're talking about you know working in the bar. Whatever. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. All right. So until next time. Until next time. Next curse up. And as for you, my gorgeous listeners, until next time, keep it safe. Keep happy, keep healthy, and by the way, if you've shoplifted anything, please put it back, because it's probably cursed by Satan. Okay, thank you very much. See you next time for Halloween. So that, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, is going to wrap things up for episode 204. And now Smoochie's going crazy. Hi, Smoochie. God damn it. All right. That's going to wrap things up for this episode. Thank you again to Miss Maya Murphy and to Mr. Trainine for coming by, helping me out at the shop. Thank you very much, you guys. And, of course, I have to thank my business partners. Since this episode was indeed recorded with Squadcast, hey, if you're a podcaster and you're tired of having crappy sound when you do your remote interviews, go check out Squadcast. Use the link in the show notes. You'll get two free weeks to check out the product, and they're fantastic. They make everything so easy and make it easy to edit, easy to record. The software is great. I love them. I cannot be happier. And you cannot argue with the sound quality. Everything is so smooth and so cool. And I'm very happy with them. And of course, to my podcast host, Captivate FM, who have made podcasting so easy, it's almost embarrassing. I cannot stress the fact that, hey, remember that period where I was locked out of my website for like two weeks? There would have been no show for two weeks back there in December. But thanks to Squadcast, there's a back door to get in. I still was able to put out a show even though I cannot access my WordPress site. That would never have happened before. Life seems to be so much more complicated using my old podcast host. And now it's just totally easy. So if you're looking for a new podcast host, use that link in the show notes. 
Check them out, Captivate FM. They are the knights of the audio world, and I love them. So if you enjoyed what you heard today, if you liked taking a peek behind the Patreon curtain, why don't you go become a patron, huh? Come and join the party over there. Go and check out www.patreon.com slash screamqueens. Check out the tiers, see what you like, and join the party. That would be awesome. And please join the newsletter as well, because if you want to have a say in what we're going to be doing for upcoming months, like Women in Horror Month, and for Irish Horror Month, and for Religious Horror Month, the only way you're going to be able to do that is to either join Patreon or join the newsletter. So you can do that by heading over to the website. There's a pop-up that will come up, and you can just join the newsletter that way. And for those of you who already joined, the poll is going to be coming later in the week. I'm going to get the announcement for this episode first, and the poll is going to be coming later just for reasons, mostly cat-related reasons. She, I think I've pushed my limits with her for the day enough, so we're just going to have to just take it a step at a time. So there we go. Remember, everything revolves around cats in this house. So, uh, And hey, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do that by picking up your phone and leaving a voicemail at 917-720-2047. Or you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. You can find me at Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens or Horror Gets Gay. I'm on Twitter at Scream Queens and I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. So you can... Do all that crazy internet looking around stuff and join the party that way. This cat is losing her mind. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, when we are going to be joined by the Creepy Kids Girls, because there's a theme that's going to be blending, blending this month over, a little bit over with the Women in Horror Month. And the theme, covering the last week of January and the first show in February, is New Year, not you. Not New Year, new you. New Year, not you. So the first movie is going to be the 1978 remake of the sci-fi classic Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And the first women in horror movie, uh, the first women in horror film that we're going to cover is Jennifer's Body. New Year, not you. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Yep, and she's hissing like a crazy person, so I'm going to wrap things up. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place and never, ever forget that Scream Queen's golden rule fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final real baby, even if you have a cat who's totally insane. Smoochie, please! All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com dot com bitches <laughs> Ew.